0: asked Sarah Slattery to look at trends for 2024 for us in the last word on travel but we've also asked Owen Corrie to join us as well because Owen is an aviation expert and I want to know more about the safety of the aircraft that we're flying in because the Boeing 7379 Max lots of pictures of that given what happened with an Alaska Airlines version of that aircraft can you for haven't seen it Owen describe the pictures of the missing door
1: It's a very, very big hole in the side of your aircraft to match. It's as simple as that. Um, But we were dealing with here was what looked like a window for the passengers looking out and looks like a door for anyone looking at the picture of the aircraft looking in the reason is that it came as part of the feature of the Max uh, 7379 it's uh, the next step up from the one that Ryanair is getting delivered in large numbers at the moment which is the 7378 200 and if you had a certain number if you wanted to put 20 extra passengers on board uh, for safety regulation you needed an extra emergency exit they facilitated that. Uh, the model taken by Alaska and indeed by United Airlines, was uh, most of the aircraft in the Skyro were delivered to those two airlines, didn't require uh, the extra door. So they you know put a bolt in put a little uh, uh, covered it in with a bit of Christmas wrapping paper and they uh, left something that looks like a window and could be a door had they chosen otherwise that was all very well except that uh, when we had depressurized the uh, aircraft uh, took off uh, two days ago and reached about half the height that you would reach to for your cruising altitude uh, the depress caused the door to blow out. Not the biggest deal in the world for uh, because the incident was recovered magnificently. For the second time in a week, Matt, we've seen uh, an airline crew, you really have to hand it to these guys, um, coolly, calmly, organising everything. Everybody uh, got, was... The passengers didn't panic. Uh, Gee, how did they, how doors, did they not panic? Stopped.
0: Owen, if you're on a flight and decide the emergency exit door blows off, Surely you would immediately be in a panic on the flight. I mean, was there anyone sitting beside this? Because I mean, can you imagine sitting beside it and suddenly, oh, the door blows off beside you?
1: Matt, you're into this wonderful realm of this wonderful industry that I cover and I love so much, where all the legends have begun. Uh, The two seats beside where the door blew off were empty. There's all sorts of stories now about the people that were supposed to be in those two seats. They'd, uh, They'd failed to make the flight, you know, the burnt toast theory that if you burn the toast and it makes you three minutes on the road, you miss the car crash that was meant for you. My mother was a great one, believer in that, except she was very religious about it you said every time you were late you know God had directed this but uh, there was nobody sitting beside us we had a mobile phone which was whipped out of somebody's hand and uh, if you were to believe social media and we all know that social media is absolutely true about everything it ever says it's been picked up on the ground having fallen <laughs> 16,000 feet and is intact uh, there was a shirt to remove but it, I think when it comes back we've seen different uh, aviation incidents on the earth where people have uh, failed to evacuating aircraft, I think it always comes down to the crew. I've been through the training in Frankfurt for all these situations where depressurisation uh, fire on board, I do t- uh, having been through the simulation of it, Matt. Depressurisation is the most scary thing you can come across. Uh, all the oxygen masks drop down. You have this forest of oxygen masks. Everybody's supposed to put them on. We've all sat through um, the safety briefing that nobody listens to. But um, the air and then the airline crew were able to uh, get everyone off uh, as soon. As the aircraft had landed it was a uh, very similar we had a fire last week in japan and everybody got off intact it just shows you uh, that you know the training does work
0: sarah slattery from the travel expert.ie would this make you nervous about all the flying you're doing
2: I know. (laughs) Uh, Owen uh, spectacularly described that there. In fairness, Uh, certainly wouldn't want to be sitting uh, on that plane. But no, look, uh, you know, I suppose uh, these kind of things, I mean, they're so few and far between, you know, I mean, sorry, that
0: is it. it. They're They're so rare, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is the safest way to travel, so it certainly wouldn't put me off. But I, I, I can and look, the, all the flights have been grounded. The FAA are, are will do their investigations, and there, you can be sure there'll be none, none flying until everything is checked. Um, but yeah, you know, obviously, um, it is, uh, it was, it was spectacular, and the fact that it was covered uh, as well on on, on social media, it's only managed to, to to fill in the whole thing. I suppose um, gave it even more, um, made it all the more spectacular to watch. And actually, Owen, though,
0: I just see in the last hour or so, the Emirates president has said that Boeing's latest issue shows that they have a long-running problem with safety. Now, given that Boeing manufactures so many of the aircraft in the world, does that mean we should be worried about recalls of aircraft, leaving us with a potential shortage of planes, which would then mean that those planes that are flying would be more expensive to get on?
1: Nail on the head, Matt, that's exactly... Uh, the biggest problem facing uh, the listeners to, uh, tonight. We already have a problem with supply and demand for summer coming up. Uh, the aircraft aren't being delivered at the right pace. Uh, we all know Michael Leary, how cranky he gets. Uh, we both interviewed him, Matt, and uh, he's really cranky about the uh, delay. He's supposed to have 57 new aircraft arriving by the start of the summer. He's going to get nowhere near that. Uh, in his, his saying that he'll send them back. He won't do that, of course, but he'll send them back because they're going to be late, Uh, but Ryanair haven't loaded the last 10% of their inventory for the summer coming up. There's a few routes they're talking about out of Dublin that haven't even been put in the system yet, but if we have a recall, uh, it will create further problems. Now, this is already in an environment where we have a recall problem on the Airbus side, where the Pratt & Whitney engines have uh, a dust issue. Uh, They don't impact the Airbus that Aer Lingus have, but they do uh, that Airbus airlines like Lufthansa and Wizz have, that means that supply demand all through Europe is going to be interfered with. The 7379, the only little bit of good news for Irish passengers is there. Are, uh, it's not a Ryanair aircraft and there are no European uh, airlines using the 737 MAX 9. It's the two airlines that use most of them are United and Alaska and the European uh, Safety Agency, EASA, say they're going to follow the American uh, line on this, the FAA, what they say about security and recall and when it's going to be safe to fly them. Turkish have a small number of them. Copa Americana have a small number of it. But back to that issue of Boeing and its credibility. Boeing's credibility took a major hit when there were two fatal air crashes that the listeners will remember with with the 737 MAX. And the allegations then, just to take us through them, were that instead of making another model, they had decided to turn the MAX into a continuation of the 737 line because they wouldn't need to certify it again. They wouldn't need to go through a big process that would mean that it would uh, you know be years going through the certification. That's, you know if you have a new model, it's quite different from having a new version of the 737. The reason they were accused of doing that was they were being outsold for the first time in Boeing's history by their own, and you're right, there's only two places you go for a new aircraft. It's Boeing in Seattle and Airbus in Toulouse. Airbus were outselling them on the A320 family and the 737 needed to compete, get in the sky early. Did they take shortcuts? They ended up, it's quite clear they were almost allowed to self-certify because the American FAA didn't have the expertise to do the certification process. Two of the aircraft crashed and there was all sorts of um, investigations into it, but it came down, it came down to one thing, that the airline, that the aircraft aircraft was programmed to override the pilot's instructions in certain circumstances. That's clearly what happened the two, the Ethiopian and the Lion Air air crashes. Um, Boeing has spent three years convincing everyone, regulators all over the world uh, that this was an aberration that will never happen again, that the 737 MAX is a safe aircraft and now we have a door uh, that fell off the aircraft.
0: right. I'm going to let you go. Thank you very much for being with us. Uh, This listener says the really important point about the Japanese airline evacuation is that the passengers didn't attempt to take their bags with them. This undoubtedly saved lives. Can you imagine? That you're in a situation and you decide, well, I'm still going to try and get my bags out of the overhead luggage to bring with me. I don't think so. Uh, Sarah Slattery, though, from what Owen was saying about a shortage of aircraft, might that explain why it seems that this January there are less sales deals available from the airlines uh, and more particularly from the travel operators?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I must say I was prepared for a big bumper uh, January sale like we've always had, and whether Black Friday had a big impact, in fairness, there was an awful lot of sales for Black Friday. So whether they decided that was going to be their January sales, but I was really quite surprised um, at how limited they are this year. Um, I mean, you still have the same um, people out with Air Lingus have still have a great sale, all right, with Europe and the, and the US. But again, it finishes the end of May um, for the for the states. It finishes or mid-June for um, UK and Europe. Um, And, you know, but there's very little in the peak summer months. I think that the old package holidays is still... Um, probably where the, the best value is. You know, too, we still have those up to €250 euros off. Um, they have free child places and they have them during the peak summer months. Travel department have €100 euros off per person right up till the end of August. So there is still some deals there, but not at the same scale. And just, you know... Actually, from you know myself looking as I'm trying to book flights to the states in July of a family wedding, and um, you know we heard the, the the announcement that JetBlue would come in and extra flights to New York and extra flights to Boston, and there was going to be price wars and all these kind of things. Well, I've never seen flights to New York as expensive in July as as I have this year. So whether to answer your question, the, the shortage and uh, the demand that, that's still there in July, August, whether that's driving up prices or, you know, whether so much has sold early already, so many people did block Black Friday, that people are kind of holding firm, they, you know, they're not uh, reducing prices, particularly in peak season at the moment.
0: Okay, look, i tell you what we'll do is, I want you to go through some new holiday destinations from Ireland that people could take in 2024, and we'll do that once we come back after the traffic with Mark Hogan. listener says, the flights in peak. Summer to Barcelona are double the price compared to previous years, considering cancelling campsites due to high flight fares. Okay, I think this is going to be a major issue, Sarah Slattery, this year for a lot of people, more expensive flights. But you've got ten new destinations. Uh let's start. Denver, Colorado is one.
2: Yeah, that's the kind of big news, really. Uh, very exciting first time flights to Denver with Aer Lingus. Um, and that's starting in May and it's operating four times weekly. So it kind of opens up that whole side. It's, it's, it's beside Utah there. It's the Rocky Mountains. Anybody wants to try kind of the, see the canyon lands or a nice maybe RV kind of holiday, something completely different. So that's definitely um, an interesting one. We also have new flights to Minneapolis, St. Paul with Aer Lingus and Delta, uh, two different airlines flying that route. So lots of new uh, flights to the States, including those Boston and New York flights with JetBlue I mentioned earlier as well. Um, But for. Sorry, will
0: will they bring you into JFK in New York or will you be stuck well outside New York?
2: No, I think Jeff Lewis, JFK, actually, I haven't checked that, but I think, think think it is, and Boston. And they're starting on the 13th of March. So it is probably worth mentioning that there is really good value now, from now until uh, May, June. And that Erlinga sale is really good prices up till the the end of May. So if you can go off peak, loads of bargains. I suppose the main issue to, to highlight is the, is the July, August situation. You know, that's the, the prices seem to be higher than ever there.
0: Okay, and now learn about new routes to Europe in 2024. And uh, you've got three out of Dublin Airport. We're not forgetting Cork. So so start with Dublin Airport. You've got one to Sicily.
2: Yeah, Catania, um, Erlingus again, three times uh, weekly to Catania in Sicily. Um, I think that would be really, really, I know the whole White Lotus thing was huge, but just also um is, it, is a stunning place I was there years ago, just somewhere new to go. I, I know when I announced it or when I posted on Instagram, there was huge um, interest. So I think that will be very popular. They're also flying to Heraklion and Crete. Um, now, there is, has been a charter flight uh, with TUI to Heraklion for years, but this is the first time there's a scheduled service. Um, and that kind of opens up that, that whole other side as well for people looking for shorter, um, you know, shorter stays. Or there's that luxury resort there, the Stella Island that has that's like the Maldives of, of Europe. That's near... Heraklion airport. So that's opening up a, another completely different side as well. Um and for people who want to do island hopping and don't want to go to Athens and get too many ferries, it's just it's it's a handy one. And now about flights, Turkey. Yeah, also flights to Dalaman in Turkey. Um with again there's a new route from Aer Lingus, but Ryanair fly there as well. So that could be a good place to pick up a bargain because there's kind of you know, additional flights uh, to Turkey throughout. There's lots of flights actually operating to Turkey now. So that could be a good one. And generally speaking, new routes are where you do pick up the bargains. Um, and when I, although there isn't as many this year as there was last year, I mean, I think this time last year I was on your show, and I was talking about 26 new routes or something. And um, there was much more last year. But people still sometimes forget about some of the ones from last year. So just remember those as well, like Brindisi and in, in 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 Puglia, Alvia. Um, Coss and Greece, you know, the, a lot of the ones that came out last year, they're still relatively new and people may not be for, familiar with them. So they're kind of good. Good, uh, good way to, to pick up a bargain I suppose. And when you talk about
0: bargains, I mean Cork Airport as well because one thing that's cheaper at Cork Airport and which is available is car parking, long term car parking
2: Yeah and they, they there isn't a huge amount of new routes for the summer but they introduced an awful lot during the winter. They had their busiest year ever last year um, and there's loads of new routes during the winter and a lot of them are continuing on so whilst you don't see the headlines of a, of a new route, like there's actually a huge amount more uh, this next this year uh, from Cork than there was last year. So you've and got roads
0: in Greece for example.
2: Yeah, there's two brand new routes. The first time ever from Cork to Rhodes, or to, from Cork to Greece. So uh, that's from Ryanair starting from June. And they all, they're all they also flying to, to Zadar in Croatia twice a week from the 3rd of June, uh, again with Ryanair. And that campsite there, Zatan um, uh, Resort, it's really popular. That would be really, really good for families looking for something different away from Spain and Portugal. That's going to be really, really popular. I think Zadar as well
0: and then what about going out of belfast
2: well yeah this belfast is kind of really where so much is happening and uh, there's lots of charter flights so unlike down here like uh, travel solutions from the north are huge big uh, charter or big tour operator you've got jet two so there's lots of competition both from the international airport and the city airport Um, and again for anybody living kind of you know either north um dublin or leinster anyway like it's not too far to drive uh, so that i think it, a lot of people may look at going uh, out of north is like Bodrum and Turkey and Malta both with easyjet and Ryanair you've got um Larnaca in Cyprus and Tunisia both with easyjet and TUI um then you've got travel solutions going direct flights to Menorca, salou lisbon um, loads of, of of package deals, so I think that people would definitely, if you're finding uh, difficulty difficult getting prices from the south, definitely that is an option. There's even some new routes from Derry as well to to, to Faro and Majorca. And um, so, you know, anything
0: could, new uh, out of Shannon? A listener wants to know.
2: Not really, not really. I was waiting for that. There is a Delta flight to New York. Um, that was there. I think that that's been reintroduced. Now, you know, I know Owen said Ryanair still have more, uh, possibly may there may be some more announcements. But But nothing new as yet Um, Knock is the same there there was a new flight to Tenerife during the winter and that's going to continue on Um, There's an interesting
0: thing Sarah all the places you've mentioned are all the places that had extreme heat last summer and a listener says nobody will want to travel in the summer after furnace temperatures last summer so is there not likely to be a shift further north in Europe to places that will have nice weather but may not be burning up like the Mediterranean area?
2: Yeah, I know that's what a lot of people are saying, but my experience it isn't really happening. Um, I think if you were caught up in it last year, if you actually had experienced those temperatures, you know, you, you, yeah, absolutely, you won't do it again. But for most of us, it's kind of a bit like, you know, travel insurance. You don't think it'll happen to you. You think it's, you know, you're going on your previous history, your, your, your lovely sun holidays that you've had before. And if you haven't had a problem, the chances are you're just going to book a similar type holiday again i mean there's definitely a certain amount of people and the the cool cations is the buzzword at the moment you know people are looking for new experience co- cold waters all everybody sees swimming in the cold and they don't mind it but realistically i think some of those stats are coming from you know big companies like booking.com that are um you know doing polls from countries that don't have that have, have nicer summers than we have you know the irish still kind of want to get to a sunny destination um, I think, that, sorry, the majority of us want to get to a sunny destination. There are still going to be um, people looking for to c- escape the heat. And one place that is what should be popular is Girona, um, northern Spain. And th- there's flights from all the airports there. Uh, Knock, Shannon, Cork, Dublin. Um, so that could be worth looking. Lots of similar type of traditional holiday resorts up there in northern Spain you've also got the ferry to Bilbao of course Um, people who don't want to fly now after the first part of the programme um, that could be another good option. Okay,
0: in Sarah. In, in the time that we have, I just want to ask you. There's a lot of people who might be looking now and thinking, "Yes, I would like to book a holiday, but I'm I'm a bit stuck for cash after Christmas." Do many of the airlines or the package holiday operators allow you to put down deposits to pay the rest later in the year? Yes, uh,
2: for families, Ryanair have a good option if you're doing a. a a DIY, but I suppose most, uh, the best bet if that's the problem is to go to a travel agency, most of them will just take a deposit. Um, if you want, if you you know, if the travel agencies are busy, most of the big travel agencies have online websites themselves. So if you still want to do DIY but want the security and convenience of a travel agency, like somebody like Club um Budget Travel, who are owned by Club Travel, they're one of the, the biggest they have like a 25 euro deposit. You can pay off monthly, they have monthly uh plans. I think click and go have something similar. Um so are loads of you know, travel agency can do that. So that's probably the safest way. Um, and the handiest way and they will have access to all the airlines, all the flights. You can go on and do it online yourself if you want to. So, yeah, there is definitely options there um, if, if if that is an issue, particularly if you're worried that the prices are going to go up and you want to book now, but you don't have the, the, the full amount to pay out for flights in advance.
0: Sarah Slattery, all of this information is available on her website at thetravelexpert.ie. Sarah, thank you very much. We'll talk to you again next Monday. We'll be back with The 5 of 5 after this. The Last Word with Matt Cooper Weekdays from 4.30 Today